Hey guys, so I am having a huge debate with God right now, and we are in a big disagreement. We are, I would call this an alt. Um, and so I was asking God, um, and I just said, you know, we are in a big disagreement right now, and I'm not sure who's going to win this one. And I understand some of the things that you want from me, but this is something I am not willing to take a hit for. Um, I feel as you are forcing me to be with someone I can't go back to. These are like the notes of the conversations that I've been having with him for oh so long that I'm just, with all due respect to him, I'm frustrated. Um, you said that we have a choice and I'm choosing you without him. He does not respect me. He does not love me. He does not honor me. He is ungrateful. He is prideful. He is mean. He is rude. He is everything you would not want from me. I've asked you to remove him from my life. I've asked you to remove him from my dreams. I've asked you to remove him from my heart. I'd hate him because... Oh, I hate him because I was something to him he has never been to me. If I have a choice, let me choose my own husband. That was obviously a joke because I'm not good at that. I've had multiple failed relationships. I mean, just one after another. I mean, even the, after the first date of most, I'm like, this is not going to work. You know what I'm saying? So just kidding. But so I asked, bring me someone else. I'm feeling forced and it's uncomfortable. And those are my thoughts to God. And the way he responds always leaves me just still unsettled. And he says, I am dealing with him. Do as I ask. Be obedient to my word. Have mercy on him as I have had with you. Where's your grace? Where's the love? You said you want to be like me. Start to obey my word. Understand your and understand your role. And don't forget the place you once stood. I am the king. I have all the say-so. I'm just like, this is not working in my favor. <laughs> um, and I said, I've tried to move on. And I've tried to move on. I want to, and I'm asking you to release me to someone else. And I was feeling like, and I know for a fact that he has moved on several times, had kids with other people and all these things. And it's so crazy because when I tell people I don't have kids, they, they assume that I can't. And I had a conversation with God and someone has to break the, the generational curse. You know what I mean? So it's like... If if you if you do everything everyone else has done, then you won't stand out. Okay, so um, I asked him to release me to someone else. I said he has moved on several times, and I just I have these attempts, and why is my heart not hardened? And I was asking that because I normally. I'm a very unforgiving person. So once I'm done with you, I am done with you. 
Um, it doesn't take much. So I couldn't understand what made him different from anyone else. And I didn't understand why God had allowed him to stay in my life. Um, I, I moved on and I was dating someone else and I was fornicating at this time, you guys. So don't judge me. And I, uh, I was laying next to this man and I had a dream about the man that I'm asking God to remove from my heart. So prior to this day, we would see each other every couple of months. We would talk on the phone. We never went more than six months without speaking to each other. And we've been separated for almost three years, right? And so I said, uh, so I was asleep and I had a dream about him. And I woke up and I was just like, that was weird. And so then I didn't really think anything of it. I had just seen him probably three weeks before he had flew into my town. And he, and he comes often. He did at that time anyway. Um, and when he would leave, I wouldn't think about him. He wouldn't, he would never cross my mind. I never, ever, ever looked on his Facebook. I think one time, the whole time I've known him and it's, it's going on about maybe six or seven years. Um, and I seen something that I didn't like. It wasn't proofed anything, but it made me feel uncomfortable. And I knew that, you know, maybe I would see more if I kept doing that. And I've just never been that person anyway. So I've never done it again. And it was definitely about four years ago. Um, so I, I never went looking for him. He's always reached out to me and said, Hey, I'm coming to your town or, you know, whatever, whatever. And, and we would spend time together, obviously, and he would leave and I would, I would never think of him again. And he would hit me up again and say, Hey, I'm coming there. And so I just felt that it was odd that I'm with someone else. And, and I like this person that I'm with and, you know, I'm considering being with this person, like for real, for real, like it was for real, but I'm talking about like for real, for real, you know, um, like next level for real, not just dating, but like dating for marriage type of thing. And I had this dream about him and I was shook because that has never happened to me before like that. Um, and then maybe a couple days later, it happened again. And then it just kept happening and it kept happening. And I, and I reached out to my sister and I said, oh my God, I keep dreaming about this man and I don't know why. I'm not sure what's going on, but it's making me feel uncomfortable. You know, I, I thought I had moved on, but these dreams, and they were dreams of like him being this person that he has never really been to me. Like in these dreams, I loved him more than I even knew imagined. There was this one dream that he just had my heart filled. Like he, I was so happy. And I was so confused when I woke up. I was like, you know, like, oh, but, uh, and nah, because I started thinking about all the lies, the baby he had and lied about it forever. Um, and I had to find out on Facebook, just embarrassing moments of like me going to his house and he has other people there or me being over there and women popping up or his stepdad being angry and calling them out, you know, and it was just really bad at some times, but we did have good times too. Um, 
So I just kept having all these dreams about this man and I could not figure it out. And I said, God, what, what are you doing? And then I said, I didn't really get an answer. You know what I mean? And so then I said, well, maybe it ain't God because we normally on the same page and this is not it, but the dreams were good. Like it was so good and God will prepare me in every way. So after so long, after like, I mean, like weeks, I'm talking about like three, four, five, six weeks of these dreams just coming. I mean, it was getting explicit, guys. Like, I mean, it was us being intimate. It was a share. It was just so, and it was like no other. Like these experiences that occurred in my dream it was like what I wanted in real life. And so I really got confused because it was like, I said to myself, he can never be that to me. And I think I was so good to him and I allowed him at some point to take advantage of my kindness, you know, um, because I loved him so much. And not only that, I'm the type of person that if you tell me, what you have been through and it's serious and it's like, dang, I feel for you. Like, I want to show you that I am not that person. Every attempt that I make after that to love you will definitely show you that I am not that person. And I think I went over and beyond and did that, but he wasn't giving me what I wanted in return. Like he thought what he was doing was good. And he thought that we were on the same page. And at some point we were, but I was looking for a man who was going to help me. I was looking, I mean, financially, spiritually, physically, I wanted to be everything to him. You know what I mean? I wanted to be as important to him as his mom's husband, who is not his father, is to his mom. Um, And he was not giving me that. And so at some point, I was like, halfway in the relationship and halfway out of the relationship and it led me to entertain another man I didn't I didn't sleep with the man there was no uh physical intercourse but there was flirting and kissing and stuff like that um and that was after at a point where I was just like man you know, he's coming in whenever he wants. He's still in my car, not necessarily stealing it, but taking it without my permission to go and telling people that it's his. It was just little childish things that he was doing that irritated me. Um, and he would never get an oil change. He would never really put gas in it. He just was not a man. And I was trying to force him to be on my level. And he just would never. And I went out and I had so many drinks. And I think in that moment, me entertaining someone else kind of allowed me to realize my worth. Like it sounds weird, but I started to value myself in that moment, you know. Um, But he just never did anything for me. And he, I remember having this conversation with him and he was like, you know, because we were friends at some point throughout the years that we were broken up. And now we, he and I are not old also, I guess, whatever. 
But um, I had a conversation with him and I said, you know, you just wasn't a good man. I said, you're a great father to the kid that you have that ain't mine, even though we were together prior to you doing that, but whatever, you know, sound a little bit. I'm not, but that's just the truth. And he says, well, I was showing you, he said, I'm not, I'm not really a type of person who expresses my emotions verbally. And I knew that. Um, but he didn't express it physically either, you know, like I was expecting him to be like, well, hey, here's a hundred dollars on this. Here's 50 for groceries here. Pay the light bill here. Take this 50 and go get your net. Like he didn't do none of that. And I was more of like, what do you need? I made sure I just, I went over and beyond. And so I'm, I'm trying to, I know that guy understands my position, but this is why I'm refusing and I am begging. I am begging him to release me to someone else. I am begging him and saying, I don't want this man. Um, and so uh, he, he stated that, you know, the way he showed his uh, affection was by doing little things like, oh, I was taking you out to eat. I was feeding myself. I've been feeding myself for years. You know what I mean? Like, I don't need you to take me out to eat. I was working two jobs and going to school, and we were barely spending any time together. But he, he got to do what he wanted with his money. He he made sure that his mother was good, you know? And, and she had a husband. That's his job. Like, his job is to make sure that she is okay. And if we're in a relationship, it's your job to make sure that I'm okay. Like that, and he didn't understand that. And I was just, I wasn't willing to stick around any longer. So when other men started to, they were already approaching me, but I was in a different season, I guess. But as I started to get irritated with the position that I was in and the position that he was in, that he was able to do what he wanted with his money. And I wasn't struggling, nowhere near struggling, but it was the principle of like, if you really care about someone, if you want me to treat you like a man, present yourself like a man. If you want me to treat you like a man, you need to step to me like that. You don't allow me, even though I was doing it before you came here, you know? And when I met him, like his credit was bad and I'm not bragging, but these are things that I brought to the table. And then when he got himself together, I had built him and made him great just to go be with someone else. And so um, I need God to understand that the job that he has to this day, I got him that job. The one before that and the one before that and maybe that one before that. Okay, so this this is years of just disappointment um, that I allowed myself to go through. And we did have a good season, but by the time that the season became good and that he's realized what he had mentally, I had checked out. Like I was on my way out the door. The only reason why I did not leave is because of comfortability. That's it. I was comfortable in where I was physically. You know, you don't really want to go off and give yourself to someone else. I'm not the type of woman who likes to add anyone to my list um, of partners, you know. And so, and then I was trying to hold on. I had never seen my mom with another man until my dad, until my father passed away. And, and even when he passed away, it took her 18, I mean, not 18, but eight years to move on, eight years to allow someone else to even get close to her. 
Um, so it was just the communication had failed. And I think, you know, he had got to the point where he was doing all right. And he kind of forgot about how he got to that okay place. Um, and at some point I just, I didn't want it anymore. Um, and I found myself being angry towards him and he, he wasn't abusive, but he was abusive. Like if he got mad enough or he would go through my phone or he would see something that he didn't like, he has struck me before. And so that's, that's something that, you know, I tell God all the time. And at first I thought maybe this was the devil. Um, but now I'm starting to have disbelief about that. So I'll get back to, to the conversation that I had with God. Um, and so I said that he had several attempts and I've just, I mean, he's had several times that he has been able to move on and, and he has been in other solid relationships with women and attempted to have children with them and just all types of things. And I said, I just had simple attempts and I say, why I wanted to know why you, why he wouldn't harden my heart towards him, you know, like why I I want, I want to move on. And I said, I want a man who loves me as you do. And I want a man who will accept me and my gifts because there's things about me that I don't think he would understand. Um, because for a long time, I did not understand. I'm just now getting to that point where I'm able to accept it. And for a long time, I begged God to take it away. And I just found out today that that didn't even happen. He just gave me a break. So anyways, um, and so I said that he won't accept me for who I really am. If he really knew, um, and, and the gifts that, and the gifts that I have, and it's something that I was able to hide, but the older that I get and the more I grow, I can't, it's, it's something that, that takes over my whole mind. Like I can't think until I express it. I have to actually tell someone verbally that this is going to happen. Um, and I told God, he will laugh at me and he will say mean things and he will not respect, uh, what my purpose really is. Um, and God, oh, he's been, I remember I was in the room and I was basically crying and God like touched, he was inside of my heart and I felt it. And he was just saying, please let me fix it. Please be patient. And then I remember him telling me to go to him. Um, but at this point I, I, I am, I am abstinent from sex, from anyone. And I have made a covenant with God that I will not lay with any man until he marries me. Um, and, and that's just that. And I'm worthy of that, you know? So um, God said to be patient. And he said, I've told you uh, to go to him, but you haven't. And, and that, and that was the reason why is because I don't, he, he don't, he doesn't understand and I just, I refuse to go to someone who, who does not understand the reason why I'm even coming to them. So that's why I said me and God is in a disagreement. But one thing that I haven't understood is what he's actually doing on the other side. Because I've not reached out to this man and I won't, you know, and I have not spoken to him and I don't plan on it. I hope I don't bump into him, 
you know, nowhere because I'm just over it. I don't want it. And I'm being forced to do something that I really don't want to do. Um, and then so, and then, so he said, I've told you to go to him and to not lay with him. Um, and you have not, and you are so unforgiving. If I harden your heart, you will have to die. There would be no point. Learn to love correctly. He loves you more than you may ever know. He is angry with you. And I need, uh, I need to keep him in your heart because once you're done with someone, it's a battle for forgiveness. And that is so true. I am so unforgiving. Like when I say it takes just the smallest thing for me to realize who you are as far as characteristics, because I don't like mean people. I don't like people who don't see anything wrong with being rude and being nasty with people. It's just unsatisfying. And I feel like if you can come to me and you can say something about someone for no reason, these are, I'm not petty with it, but like, for instance, I'll give you an example. There's this place that I go to um, and there was this, this person that I had befriended. I'll call that person A. So I had befriended A and it wasn't a real friendship, but we were kind of hanging out, you know, but I never could get that connection with A like I wanted. And then there was this other person who I would call B. So B was cool too. And I wouldn't allow the connection because I thought B was hitting on me. Um, you know, so I was just like, no, I'm not even into that. And I had a focus. It was a reason why I was there and it wasn't for that. Um, and so later on, as time went on, I actually got to know B as well as A. So A was trying to have a conversation with me about B and then got upset because I didn't agree with the negative things that A was saying about B. And once A did that, and I seen the characteristics and A would not let it go. Like A was like, oh, this person's this, 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 and this. And so I know what type of person A is and I know what type of person B is. B is a child of God. A is also, but B is a different child of God. B is a uh, a faithful child of God, an obedient child of God. Um so me, B and I have spiritual, a spiritual connection and A and I, it was, it was mainly just gossip, you know, um, it wasn't anything good ever to be honest. So A didn't understand the relationship that I had with B, which we were just friends, but we were, we were family. We were Christ family and, um, she didn't, she didn't get it. All right. So whatever. So I cut A off. In that moment, A said, oh, well, forget it. You're just going to stick up for B. And then I was like, well, no, you know. No, I was like, well, go ahead, buy it. Then A wanted to listen, and I was just like, absolutely not. You're out. You're cut. I've never spoken to A after that. Like, A has tried to mend a relationship and come back and be like, oh, no, it wasn't absolutely not. If you tolerate it in the beginning, they'll keep on trying. And I just don't have time for that. So anyway, um, and so I was just like, dang, that was cold. Like, I got to die. Like, that's that's crazy, right? And, but he was right. Like, I am so my, I am very unforgiving. And I know that once I leave a relationship, it ain't no coming back. 
so I was trying to always figure out and I always wondered like why after so to just fast forward a little bit in that moment where things were just not going right you know and he was doing things that I did not like and I was just like dang you know and I was telling him about himself and he was trying to make up for it but um I was praying to God, asking God to remove him out of my life secretly. I was like, look, I don't know why I love this man. I don't want to love him. He is not the man for me. Blah, 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 blah. Now, this is about four years ago. I'm begging God, begging him, like, please. Maybe, no, maybe about five, because we've been separated for almost three for sure. So I'm begging God, like, listen, like, please just, I'm not telling you to kill him or nothing like that, because sometimes God will... He will go too far and do too much. You'd be like, remove him. God be like, coma. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and you'd be like, that's not what I meant, man. I just, <laughs> to, to get him out of my life, I just say put him in a coma for eight months and let him think about it the whole time. So anyways, um, and then he says, and then he said that he didn't remove him from my heart and he won't. And he told me to do as I say and don't complain. Obey my word as you would expect me to obey my own word. Remember what happens to people who are who are not obedient. And I was just like, oh, uh, you know, it's just like. And so I pleaded. I said, I, I have been as obedient as I could be. And I don't want him. I don't want to forgive. I want to forgive and walk away is what I was saying. And um, I can't do it, you know, as far as be with him. And I was telling God, like, he treats strangers better than he treats me. You know, and I said, I was sent to him from you. And he still broke me. He mistreated me. And and he treated, I mean, like, y'all, it was sometimes where I just was like, oh, my God. And um, I, I just was like, I don't want it. And I was begging God. I said, I'm please don't make me beg. And he said, beg, and I won't listen. I said, obey my word. I said, I am dealing with him. I said, I will fix it. I said, at some point, what he has, he said, I said, at some point, what he has been, dang, I think I wrote this wrong, because this is, this is the conversation that we've, we've been having. But um, I said, at some point, what he has been to you, you have been to him, right? That's what it was. So as far as like the, this nasty time, the nasty times that he has been nasty to me, he has been mean to me, I have been that to him. And I was like, dang, I have. And I remember at some point repenting to God and asking God to forgive me and asking God to allow him to forgive me because I said some mean things um, and I went really low. Um so the reason why I said these mean things and I went that low is because he said something about my mother and she's deceased. My mother has, my mother passed away right before I met him. Um, so anything that you say about my mom, it's a, it's a, a, a story that you've heard, a theory. You don't know if it's true or not. You don't know if I said that out of anger. You don't have anything to compare it to like, well, no, I met your mom, but I'm saying like nothing she'd do. You know, you don't have that. And so then I went and I said many things about his mom that were true, but didn't stand a real purpose because it was like misery loves company. And so he brought me down to that level. You know, and I couldn't understand. He's always been the bigger person in most of the arguments. Like, I'll say whatever I want to say. And he's never been really argumentative. 
So anyways, that's that situation. And so um, he said he has been to you. Uh, he has been to you. You have been to him where he has been to you. Um, you don't want, he said, do you want me to forgive you? You know, so he was asking me like, because you were repenting and asking me to forgive you for the things that you said, asking, you to, asking me to forgive you for the things that you did or the way you treated the man at some point. And I was just like, dang. And he told me to shut my mouth and follow the word. And it is so hard to do that. Um, and so that's the battle. Like in earlier, I was supposed to, I was supposed to do this and then I got distracted, obviously. Um, and then it was still heavy. I mean, I was like, okay, I got to talk about this, but like, this is something that I'm going through right now. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm battling this because I don't want him, <laughs> you know, like you can love someone from a distance and think about the good times, but when the bad always the good. I just, I just, I just feel like someone else would deserve me better or more or whatever the term is. I feel like someone else would appreciate me. Um, so I don't, I don't want to give him another chance. I mean, and I'll give you guys the second half of, uh, I didn't, I didn't tell you guys the story of me actually reaching out to him. Um, and how that went. So I'm going to take some notes just so I can make sure I stay on track because I have a hard time with doing that and drifting off into other things that kind of come up in the story, but that are not as important. So I'm going to draft that up really quick and then I'll come back with the other half of the conversation when I reached out to him about having the dreams about him.